pause. <laughs> and I told him. Again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. What? I just want to tell y'all motherfuckers. Pick better white bitches. Y'all gonna pick white bitches. Pick better ones. Y'all just out here picking the raggediest white bitches and being comfortable. Stop being comfortable. Get you a top tier white bitch. If you're gonna get you a white bitch, get you a top tier white bitch. I don't I don't understand you. Be good like credit. Make sure they got good credit. Be like credit. Six fifties or higher. You know, right. Make sure they daddy Oh no! Listen, Make sure listen, they dad listen. won't shotgun wedding your ass. Oh my! Won't well, shotgun you. Fuck the wedding. Just uh, won't shotgun you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages, we are back again. The Sucio boys are back. I really again. want that to be the name of the episode. Pick better white bitches, <laughs> and we say nothing about white bitches this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that last one, that last episode title, my mom was like. Hey, what is this? And I was like, "Don't worry about it. Just know we out here." I'll be telling you. Don't worry about it. Listen, mom. Mother? No, no, no. But she follows me on uh, Instagram and stuff. So I was like, "Listen, mom. There's some stuff on there you don't want to hear." Ally, pussy power was crazy. Yeah, nuts. And you know what? The fact that I pick better white bitches is gonna be even better. <laughs> oh my goodness, ladies! It's and like, gentlemen. hold on, hold on, time out, real. Let me, let me, I got let me, two. I got two. Let me, so, rant. So, let me so rant so. real quick. Let me rant real quick. Like, it's top tier white women out there. You look if you're gonna date outside your race, especially if you a black man dating outside your race, and you dating a white woman, you gotta have a white woman so bad that black women look at you and be like, "Hey, dog, I, I understand." I get it. But no, you niggas go pick the biggest bitch out of Walmart you can find. From the park of thrillers. <laughs> or y'all don't even get a, a fat target white bitch. Y'all go get a fucking huge Walmart clearance aisle wearing ass nah, bitch. Walrus. No, nah, it's a couple Walrus niggas looking. out here with Dollar General white <laughs> No, this oh no, you with the meth head. Dollar Tree. Then, bro. Like if you if your white woman, I'm like, no, if your white woman wearing the fuzzy uh cookie monster sweats that they sell at the dollar store, <laughs> yeah, leave her the fuck alone. Leave that <laughs> leave Walmart chicks with the big backs alone. <laughs> and like they big like you, got, you got a big ass white girl that wanna be black. She stank a little <laughs> bit. She she thinks she the shit because she the manager of the KFC. <laughs> like, dog, chill out. And she giving you free and, chicken. Right, she giving you free chicken, my nigga. You, you enticed my big white bitch and free chicken. This, like, if she bring you home a watermelon Sprite, this she get like, no. this is just... No. This is just... Sprite. She sweat baking. She hit your ass so with the with oh. the I love white women and I'm a nigga trifecta. Oh. And she got the haircut. 
Oh, oh no. the asymmetrical one, John. Oh, no. oh, yeah, God. man. Yeah. And she, uh, she got a bunch of nappy headed, light skinned kids out here. Them point fives be running through the streets like zebras. Point fives. Point fives. Out here looking like Patrick Half the percenters. <laughs> Yo, your soul ruckus is crazy. <laughs> you know, it's it's just all all the long, long story less long. Pick better white bitches. Oh, I'm sorry. We can go back to our regular planned shit. It's just and another thing, nigga, stop bragging about this big ass light blocking uh white bitch. <laughs> this bitch so big she can blot out the sun. But as long as that motherfucking PS5 come through, y'all be cool to the motherfucker out here uh. looking like uncooked bacon. God <laughs> damn, brother man. And I'm like, bro, like, you know what? If you like it, I kinda understand it, but I don't understand. Shit, who am I to judge, man? Shit. He's be looking at you like I'm judging. <laughs> oh. Hey man, whatever gets you hard. All in all, just pick better white bitches, dog. Hey, that that <laughs> being the secondary title is hilarious. <laughs> Not whatever a gets title. you hard. What you mean? Whatever gets you <laughs> whatever hard. Gets you that's hard. Title. <laughs> whatever gets you hard is a crazy title. That is the title, bro. Whoa, whatever, whatever gets, gets you hard. hard. Oh, whatever yeah, gets yeah. you hard, bro. Yo, relax. Oh, hey, yo, whatever gets you hard, dot, 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 a pit better white bitch's story. <laughs> yo, a white bitch origin story is insane. <laughs> oh, shit. Listen, we don't even got to do the wild intros like we about to do, but we going to do them. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I can introduce y'all to the nigga that just went the fuck off in uh, the red corner. You know what I'm saying? Saying that shit with his whole chest. A man, bless my God. The richest nigga in the South by Southwest, always dressing the Sunday's best. Saying that wild shit that you just heard with his whole motherfucking chest. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce you the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Sloan Kettering. Cuzzo, how are you? I see you are in rare form tonight. I'm great, bro. Like, look here. If y'all don't agree with what I said, a.k.a. A, fuck you. Uh, B, <laughs> go argue with your ugly ass mammy. And C, find a lie. Find a lie. Not him won't you, CM Punk. Won't you just go, go to your local Walmart. Don't go because if you live in a big city or like a, a nice size <laughs> town, you got two different Walmarts. You got, you got the good the Walmart, Walmart and the good ghetto Walmart. Walmart. Go to the ghetto Walmart and see <laughs> how many raggedy ass, big ass bitches you see. Looking like uh, raggedy. The palm of the enveloping uh color. With uh vanilla envelope kids running around with them. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's tough. Them looking like you, raggedy bro. hand dolls is crazy. I'm telling you, you'll go in Walmart and get disgusted. Like, hey, butcher hey. shop Ann is insane. Right. Uh, right. Like, nigga, I can't buy my meat where I get my drawers <laughs> at. I can't. <laughs> I can't. It's it just don't work for me no more, dog. I'm not. I, I'm not. I've I've graduated from struggling. Oh my god! I can't buy my meat from Yo, being retired job. from the struggle. 
I'm not gonna lie, I gotta tweet that. But he ain't never, <laughs> but, he ain't never it's, lied, bro. It's it's the big homie Sloan Kettering, Sky Daddy's favorite, aka Lord of the Sugarfoots. Claude Hammers. I ain't had a drink yet, so uh, I'll probably be better in the next 12 minutes. Uh, Pedosaurus Rex, the most dangerous of the Pedosaurus. Oh, my God. The Great Value Zach Fox, the High Chief Petty Maivia, uh, you know, Trody Rhodes, Troman Reigns, Dean Trelinko, uh, um, Dab Judah, Dab Jetson, uh, if I got a Dr. Dabber product in my hand, I don't right now, but uh, you can call me uh, Latrell smoke well because the shit be choking me. Um, uh, Dre here, so the cream team is in the building. Oh my god, uh, Zach LaCream is in the building, aka top white bitch picker. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, god, oh my, my wife god, is gonna, my wife is gonna kill me for that one. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Mr. L1R1XO, and I'm about that jail. Uh, if you play Madden with Vic on the cover, then you, my people, you already understand. Touchdown! Oh my God. And I'm always trying to score. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Yesterday's price is not today's price. <gasps> oh, and Lord. I want to I wanna sh- uh, send a special shout out to. Um, my uh my fantasy football team uh we are the moose knuckle manglers and we are absolutely trash uh <laughs> i just want to let y'all know this right now fuck josh allen fuck james connor fuck jamar chase fuck, oh Houston. fuck george kittle fuck uh dj moore big fuck you goes to uh, hunter renfro uh shout out to dallas defense though uh, they got me 36 points and, and shout out to my my kicker young hoku uh ATL <laughs> ATL shout out young hoku is my nigga uh, that's all I gotta say and fuck oh. Jermaine because Jermaine winning and I'm playing him I'm gonna go get me a drink <laughs> yeah I feel like this is gonna be an epic ass show and white women ain't gonna like me but they gonna understand and the only white women that's gonna be <laughs> It's like the low budget white bitches, the ones I'm actually talking to. Like, if you a fat bitch that shop at Target, like a fat white woman that shop at Target, you cool with me. You cool with me because you don't live in you don't live in like the project projects or the trailer park. You live in that like uh, mixed race income neighborhood that's on the come up. You know what I'm saying? So it's the it ain't got it ain't got a terrace, a garden. Uh, uh, park in their name. It's not like Buena Vista Parks. Oh no, it ain't. It ain't got none of that. It ain't got like Garden Village or uh, oh, uh you know, you know, or oh, if it got Sunset in it, it's really ghetto. <laughs> He's it's not really ghetto. But she don't stay in that. She stay in like uh, something with a crazy name, like Apple oh. Apple Cedar Apple Cedar Park. A cove, you know yeah, what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely a cove. Definitely a cove. Yeah, she got a, a cove, terrace. cove on there, baby. Something she cool. Or she terrace got, if it's got a terrace on it, don't go over there. No, nah, terrace is definitely the they finna now. tear your ass up over there. Yeah. Uh no, nah, you bang, gotta man. have like uh like anything with like nook or 
dry, like hidden drive or something, like something that's just so, like if it's got a, if it looks like it, high key has like a big extravagant gate, then mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. They got a Pleasantville Street. Oh God, anything yeah. that just makes white anything people- that's pleasant. Yeah, yep. anything that just makes white or like people feel or like it's like an animal and it's got a color before it, like red squirrel. Mm. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, uh, anything dragon any- pines, <laughs> yeah, yellow squirrel, any- yellow oak. <laughs> uh, they also like to uh, take over places that you know they gentrified. So if it's got like anything tribal or native sounding, you know what I'm saying, like Tecumseh Drive, uh, you know, <laughs> start a farmers market. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you know whoa, what I'm saying. Whoa, whoa, yeah, but watch your mouth. Hey, hey, I love watch, farmers. I love a good farmers market. Now. Watch your. I love a good farmers market. Listen, listen, I listen you too close. You too close to Denver, Colorado. Look at him. Got yelled at by his wife right now. Yep. I know you didn't just yep. fucking <laughs> say nothing about a farmers market. I know the fuck you didn't just say anything about a farmers market. You better watch your mouth. No, 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 no. Oh, your dog. You blaming it on your dog. Yeah. Look, blink look, twice, look, my guy. Blink, blink, blink twice, mafia. Oh shit! Ah, uh, shout that out to the blink Dre twice, mafia. Dre looked at the camera like, "I wish he would." <laughs> my dog did some nasty pukey thing. He said, "He said OJ and Kobe won't be the only niggas that get off in Colorado." <laughs> 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 Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh shit. Oh, oh ladies and gentlemen, in the black corner, you already know what time it is. Slow go get your goddamn drink. Go get my drink. Man, let's go. Am I the meanest? Sure now. Am I the prettiest? Sure now. Am I the baddest? No foe, no down around this town. Sure enough. But who am I? Sure enough. Who am I? Sure enough. I can't hear you. Shut up! Shogun is in the building, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, A on the Shogun, you know what I'm saying? Here with Gangnam, number one rule in the universe is always protect your neck at all times. Otherwise, I come through with the guillotine, chop the shit clean. You already know what I mean. Uh, listen, one punch man with the tan next to you can't let stand if you was outside for the 99 2000 you already understand i was bagging aunties on accident i apologize in advance sorry not sorry you know what i'm saying listen pablo baldini slide tackling niggas yeah i got out the boot i'm back on the field running laps and shit uh into the fourth row you already know uh sir i got all ball you don't even need to make a call. Pele with the AK letting that whole thing spray. Putting them shots in the upper 90 from outside the 18 because that's where I like to put them bitches. Double entendre. Do not ask me how. You already know uh, what's going down. Master Bruce with the bubble goose. You already know. Getting it loose. Nunchucks. Back pocket. Don't make me pull them. Or you're going to have to pop lock and drop it. Dirt Reynolds pulling up on auntie's I-75. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, they said they need to ride. Uh, I still got my lift license. You know what I did? Um, Petty Gordo on the beach, Master Screech. You already know. Uh, Flex Luger giving aunties torture rack, cracking back, uh, said I look like snack. You already know. Uh, Captain Jack sparing a hose, so gun swashbuckling on the high seas. Um, Big Wang Theory 
Roberto Bugio, uh bicycle kicking bitches uh from outside the motherfucking half line. Uh and you already know uh that man protecting the village in the hidden Keith. You know what I'm saying? The Drokage uh sparking all these motherfucking uh fly jutsus and shit. Uh while I got a blunt on the lip. Yurt McGirt and Spacely Spark it. But as always, y'all know me. As the one and only defending, reigning, 333-time pettyweight champion of the motherfucking world. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all know me. Y'all better fucking love me. It's your boy, Petty Guerrero. DJ, hit the drum. All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's time. It's time. We got the most egregious nigga out of the West. Saying all the messy shit with his whole chest. And he might have all the white bitches in utter distress. Y'all know him. Y'all love him. That's that man. The fucking nine time all star of the motherfucking uh, milk leagues. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the dairy defender with no contender. It's that man, dirty Dr. Dre Doom. Sir, how are you and how do you do? Ah, uh, look, he on mute. He was ready to go. He was ready to go. Yo, look, hey, he was- you know, you know who it is. It's your boy, the milk weight champion of the world, Raymond Cream, Milky Guerrero, Leche World Order, Ash Milkham. Gotta milk them all. The Dairy King, Black Super Milk, The Laxer of Oz, Frizzy Lax, Heavy Lax and the Boys, Choco de Milko, The Quad Father, Dump Truck Daddy, Squat Sultan, and you know my slogan, Milk Now, Milk Forever, Don't You Dare Be Sour, It's Time for the Milk Hour, Green Team is in the building. Woo! Jesus! Uh, but before I forget, uh, sir, what did you say, nigga? Ah, <laughs> uh, milk right, has arrived. All right, now, y'all, listen, we got the locksmith in the building. You know what I'm saying? Always locking shit down when he coming into town. Uh, my man, uh, got the keys, keys, keys. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Florida Keys, uh, Indian in the cover Keys. Uh, what other keys are out there? I don't know, but he got them all. You know what I'm saying? This nigga is a Pokemon master of keys. You know what I'm saying? On the piano, uh, cocaine, all of that. All, all the tanks. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the locksmith legend. We got Keys Christ in the building. What are we doing, Keys? How we feeling? I'm good, brothers. I'm good, man. You know, it's your boy Keezus. Keezy mm-hmm. and baby. Ladies, please call me baby. You feel me? Uh I got the keys, 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 keys. Keys, keys, keys. Uh honey keys, 36 keys, keys to your baby mama crib, to your mama crib, to your auntie and your grandma crib. Uh Colombian keys. <laughs> Mr. Rowdy, Rowdy piping them himself. You already know. <laughs> Yes, sir. 
I open all the doors. Oh Trust my me. gosh! You know what I'm saying? Ask your girl. Oh, Ask your wife. oh man, light skin. He's a fucking nut, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nut ass freak bull. Oh, fellas, how we feeling? How are y'all? How are your weekend? Slow. How was your weekend, Kazo? You know my weekend was great, man. Uh, was by myself. my wife had one out of town again, so you know I was uh. Uh, unattended, unsupervised, unchaperoned. She left me with plenty of weed, though, so she knew I wasn't going nowhere if I had weed. I'm not leaving the house. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I really much just stayed in the house. Today, I barbecued, threw some uh, some ribs on the grill. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I was a little late, because I had at least two, three of them ribs, so I need a little 30-minute niz app. And, uh, you know, uh, outside of that, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Um, you know, fuck, uh, 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 Israel Asana here. Yeah. Fuck him. Uh, pissed me off all week on Saturday. Nigga lost. Then, then all all the, the hockey, the, the hockey, uh, light of my weekend though was today. Me and the wife took a stroll through uh, Nike, the Nike store. And y'all know I love me. I'm a Nike whore. You say I have on a Nike hat now. We went through the Nike store and I got me some winter sweats, like them, uh, mm. like the the tapered ones with the uh, mm-hmm. with the yeah yeah yeah. Got a nice little pair of them. You know they normally thirty five dollars, but they had like a little thirty five percent off sale today, so I got them bitches for nineteen. Hey. And then, this Jordan wool coat uh that I've seen before. That bitch is like two three two fifty three hundred dollars. They had that bitch on sale for twenty-eight bucks. Yeah, go ahead and let me get that. So I snatched that bitch up for twenty-eight bucks. I had a whole lot outfit for for uh forty-six thirty-three. You know, I can't complain, baby. I love going to Nike and and my old lady slut me out with a nice little Nike outfit for the winter that she most likely <laughs> She the keeping on is she gonna she gonna wear it before I do because she be going to you know like the oversize is cute for the women now so like mm-hmm. she be in my shit and I'll be standing there like god damn now I gotta wear my old shit now won't you wear my old shit my nigga right they don't want that they want the new stuff with the tag nah they I need your I need your first. new hoodie right now yeah bro she popped she popped one of my uh Kobe she, she we went to I think we went to LA or San Diego, one of them West Coast cities. And I got a Kobe jersey, had the tags on it, the eight Adidas jersey, gold Lakers jersey. And she was like, Can I wear this? I was like, Yeah, cool. So she went to wear it, tried it on, took the tags off, tried it on, and she was like, Oh, I don't want to wear it. I was like, But you took the tags off. Mm. One of us gonna mm. wear it and it won't you be me. Tags off. Put the song, bit dog. Hey, you better get you one of them tag guns, Cuzzo. It's too late now. I gotta frame uh, that shit. Ah, ah, ah. Not the tag. But you know, I've been out here having a great time. Hey, man, love to hear it for you. Love that for you, King. Drinking tequila. I heard that uh, if you drink tequila, if you do a shot of tequila once a day, the health effects are crazy. Oh really? Yeah. After a couple of hours, uh, <clears throat> after a couple of days, uh, Gave will have your skin looking healthier. Really? 
because it's natural. It it might be true. It's some shit I seen on TikTok. It could be a lot, but whatever. I'm gonna start doing a shot of TikTok <laughs> every day. Uh, Terramana. Uh, no. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm not a Terramana boy. I'm just a tequila boy right now. Uh, Terramana don't want to answer my emails, so I went back to drinking that uh. Members Mark tequila from Sam's, which is $22 for a fucking liter. Listen. Uh, I'm, I'm going to drink that. Sorry. Uh, Casamiego's, uh, whatever else shit. If you ain't giving me a fucking liter for $22, I don't want that shit. Or paying me. Or paying. You know Speaking what I'm of saying? paying me, shout out to the motherfucking goddamn sponsors, you know, Dr. Dabber. Uh, we get we got four of them. Uh, Doctor Dabber, well, we got five. I be I, look. I be acquiring I so many fucking things. <laughs> Shout out to Doctor Dabber. You know what I'm saying? I know. Bel Air Champagne, Grow Game Inc., Seventeen Lab, Sexual Chocolate Factory. I, I'm sorry. I be I be acquiring podcasts and acquiring sponsors. Uh, you know. No, I mean holding chief of acquisitions is a very big task, sir. So you no, know, and it's not it's not the chief like how y'all normally spell it. It's C H E E F Chief of Acquisitions. <laughs> sir, you spelled your job title wrong. No, I did not, bitch. <laughs> uh, I created it. Roll them up in that pack. They with us now. And I just got 50 cones on uh shout out to Amazon. Amazon be coming through on the drugs, <laughs> on the drug pill for Mary. Just That's got crazy. 50 50 cones for like $13. I'll let you boy. I'm gonna be blowing back. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen. Um, shout out to them. Uh Dre, how was your weekend, sir? Oh, yo, uh, weekend was, was all right. A little busy. Uh, unfortunately, I'm planning a funeral for my grandfather who passed last week. So that's been pretty hard, you know, doing what I can do to be there for the fam and stuff. Uh, just trying to get that shit squared away. Um, Bright Spot was able to uh, get uh, to watch some lacrosse. So that kind of took my mind off of things. Uh, it was cool. The Archers won, which Fuck you know was great. <laughs> Sloan's mad because they beat the Redwoods. Beat um, the shit out of us too. Second, two times in a row too, which is which is unheard of for like a season. Usually the Red the Archers lose in the first uh, playoff game, but you know I think this might be the year. Um, and then you know we're making we're making moves. Um, Aim High is getting continuous uh, new guests. Uh, we're not even caught up to all the episodes that we got on tap, but I got some. Uh, people that I've been able to make some good connections with because you know uh, as much as I love having like notable people that got like a decent following uh, the heart of this reason that I did it was I want to focus on regular people tell everyday people's stories uh, as well as have the extraordinary ones so I'm excited and then uh, Ahun's gotten me uh, uh, in contact for um, a special that we're going to be rolling out uh, most likely in October um, for that <laughs> and uh yeah and then you know i'm gonna be reaching out to a few uh uh mental health sponsors for that and then for lacrosse um we're just gonna keep building and uh we'll see what's gonna go on and i'm gonna reach out to the pan-american lacrosse uh, association and we'll see if i can get some access for jamaica because if jamaica happens november 
Oh, nigga, we are fucking there. We are taking a trip, the whole gang, them. Like yeah, no, it's, it's it's a three day it's a three day tournament, November twenty uh, fifth to the twenty eighth. So, oh Jesus! Oh, so Don't Thanksgiving care. weekend. Uh, I gotta check the dates again. Um, but that's what I remember seeing. Give me one. I mean, do we celebrate that shit for real? Let's I see. I mean, but my mom. Sorry, uh, my 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 apologies. Uh, the person's that. username was the, was the twenty fifth. Uh, it's be it'll be a six on six tournament in Kingston, Jamaica, November 9th to eleventh. Boy, huh. the we gonna be fire out there. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna need a hundred pack. Cook City. But yeah, that's all I got. Uh, man, listen. Uh, even I gotta say, bro, I'm super proud of you. Um, a lot of stuff that you know, personal things that you had to deal with, but um behind the scenes like the, the one of the busiest niggas i know and it like i try to keep up not in a way of like you know just with what he's doing but also like it's it's inspiring so yeah my dude appreciate you love you glad you had a great weekend you know what i'm saying my nigga got uh pizza over there ain't sharing bum ass nigga um keys Bro, don't nobody want that cheese pizza. Man. No, that nigga don't eat meat. Pause. <laughs> Pause. The only okay. meat he eat is his wife. Mm. Yo, yo, hey, bro. Listen, already, don't don't make me send you to the penalty box. Hey, I know the cross it. don't got one, but I will. Yes, they do. They uh, do got a penalty uh, listen. box. Yeah, I'll Me send too. you. I'll send you. Keep fucking playing. Jeez, how was your weekend? This nigga is wild. Uh, mine was good, man. I, I kind of like Dre. Uh, Friday started it with the you know funeral. Uh, Saturday was good until Israel lost. Bitch ass nigga. Bitch ass nigga. Two mm. out of his last three fights. Like how the fuck? And title fights at that. Two title defense fights this bitch ass nigga lose. But the undercards were amazing. Let me tell you something. Them uh Australian uh what are they? Are they Pacific Islanders too? Or Samoan yes. type of yes, whatever they they Yeah, they would fall. Okay. Well them niggas, they it was two on back to back under the uh the undercard. Boy. <laughs> Whoop them niggas ass. <laughs> I was like, first off, these niggas have the same tattoos on their back and belly button. I knew these niggas were both about to that shit was I wouldn't fight these probably niggas. Probably the same all. tribe. Yeah. Probably yesterday part of the same was, tribe. Uh yesterday was cool. Eagles won. So you know that's always love. Uh football's back. Um Sucio Boys Pie coming soon. Sucio Sports. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh, oh, uh, we uh, also fuck the Chicago Bears. Fuck Eberflus. Fuck the front yeah. office. Fuck our O line. Fuck our D line. Fuck our secondary. Fuck DJ Morho ass. <laughs> I know that nigga was sitting there like, yo, the amount of internet beef you just created is crazy. But I'm gonna make sure that we clip uh, that. Carolina. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure we clip all that, so then that way we can send that to all those people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, big hate. Uh, but sir, again, uh, respect both to you and Dre, um, for your loved ones' passings. But uh, again, like like I said, um, for me, it's uh, I'm super proud of you guys, and um, 
you know, not not to be mushy, but um, in regards to my weekend, you know, just dad life and dad things. So you kind of contemplate and sit back and uh, my daughter just turned three. Uh, happy birthday, baby. Um, and uh, so it was cool. Got to hang out with them. It was the first it was probably like the first full weekend that I was out of my boot. Um, and I got to go hang out with them, take them all over the place, you know, um, and we got to play some soccer, go to little splash pad. And uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. Oh, not look you, not you out there playing soccer. Oh, 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 to work today. Oh, 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 Hold up, I'm already doing his intro? Okay, I got six minutes to no, go pee. No. He got an <laughs> intro, he got an intro longer than hold on, Roman Reigns. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm about to say, I definitely need to go get Ladies something to drink. Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by one of the, the, uh, the staples. You know, he, we had some things that we had to handle, but he in the building with us. You already know, Mr. Marty McFlyer than you, sir. How do you do? Welcome in. We already... Uh, asking about everybody's weekends, what's going on? How you, you, you how you feeling, Pippin? Um, it's been a lot. Been busy. Was, yeah, listen, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about what was going on. I, I uh, Marty was stuck in the time jump, so he oh, just God. got enough plutonium to put in the motherfucking uh shit. So we appreciate you, sir. Look, look okay. Marty. Marty was writing them sheets of mar- music that get your old bitch in heat. So oh, like, he had he had to go he had to go write for somebody that I can't talk about yet. Yeah, well, we still under NDA with that one. So when the yeah, song comes out, was, we'll let was, y'all know. He was definitely uh, pushing. If you if you follow Marty on Instagram, uh, you will see what song he's been cooking. The song in the summer, technically, even though he technically wrote this a couple years ago, but it just so happened to spur <laughs> itself back up. And I'm not gonna hold you. Definitely being in rotation. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, no, we've been busy with the work, some personal shit has been going on, but um been getting through it, just taking some time to, you know, get the headspace good. And uh the medicine helps. <laughs> yes, you know it does. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Marijuana. On a real change. note, shout out to yes, shout out to all of y'all in here and uh Jermaine who's not in here. Y'all really uh were there for me uh, on Tuesday and uh you know honestly like besides my like in-person support system without some of y'all like I wouldn't have been able to process things a thousand percent did so big time same over here same same on this way they have been going through it but <laughs> but we're gonna be all right we're gonna be it. all right now we gonna be all fellas. Right. Since we are all present and accounted for, you know what I'm saying. You already know what time it is. Okie dokie. First things first. Let's get right into it. Sure. Okay. Uh. Now, where do I want to go? If you who, if you could, would you want to respond in life? If you had to pick one person, Marty, it's your first day back. Tell us. Wait, respond like <laughs> like if there was a back? person in time, history, wherever, 
that you could respawn, who would it be? And I and, say that because yeah. I played, I played Call of Duty. So, like, mm-hmm. who would you respawn if you could? How long are they back for? Mm, good question. Yeah. Good question. We just they respawn just, yeah. We just respawn them motherfuckers until they die again. Damn, it's like okay. Happy Death Day. Oh. Oh, so okay. Death Note in reverse. They gave him Groundhog Day. That's crazy. Uh, shit. Um, you know, hmm. Whoever discovered that weed is weed. Ooh. Or um, or Pac. Hmm. I was I was I was being stingy, and I I've said this uh, question before. Is wasn't it like respawn, but like who could you bring back? If you wanted to, I don't know if you could. I wanted my grandma to come back, but then that was like, will she still have breast cancer and shit like that? So I was yeah. like, no, nah, oh. come back. But so mm-hmm. like, I want all my niggas that didn't that died way too early to come back. You know, like the niggas I got tattooed on me, the thirty niggas that I don't have tattooed on me. Like maybe it was a reason for them niggas to get checked out, but shit, I at least. <laughs> want them to see some shit like I don't even know if they would be the type of person that I would still fuck with nowadays you know what I'm saying because I'm a different person now right? but I still at least want them to experience life but, okay that's interesting see, but see my answer on. goes kind of along with that no 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 I thought slow was still going that's why I didn't say nothing um Bro, my I think the father in me, like my first answer, normally it'd probably be Kobe. I'm not gonna lie. Kobe or Nip. Like I hated the way they were taking out, Shit. especially Nip. Actually, ooh, okay. Yeah, I would have piggybacked on the one. But I feel like to an extent Kobe lived his life, you know what I mean? Even though it still was cut mm-hmm. short, you know, in his forties. But I definitely would bring Gigi back. Or like the other little kids that were on the plane with them, um, like they were way too young. They life hadn't even even begun yet. Uh, my grandma definitely, even if it was just for like a little while, just to like as an adult talk to her because I was like third grade when she passed. So like, have those yeah, adult, you're right. be able to have those adult conversations mm. and uh. So it's hard to just pick one. I ain't gonna lie. Probably yeah, it's my hard cousin, to pick one. Probably my cousin is tatted on my arm. Like that was like my big brother more than my cousin. So like it's crazy because if he came back at the age he was when he died, I'm like his big cousin now. <laughs> so it's like crazy. Oh. Cause that nigga was 21. So but those would probably be the, the people the three that I have. Oh, if, we, like, if we're doing the third real quick, I wanna uh, bring back I would bring back my cousin Knuckles, who just recently passed a couple weeks ago. I'm actually going to his funeral in a couple of weeks. Got to drive up to Seattle. Hmm. Uh, let's see. I love you, brother. Um, if we get so, uh, let's see. Personal respawn. Um, obviously, I'd want to bring my uh, grandpa back to this earth, but I'd prefer that you know he's health- happy and uh, healthy. Um, but if we're talking like just like uh, not personal, like something like we don't know, uh, I got three. Um, 
One would probably be um like either uh like 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 MLK just cuz like mm. I would I'd be curious on what he would think or what he would say to kind of like unify this, folks. This um an, another one um I would uh bring back it would um I would probably try to do a 3 for 1 special and bring back uh Brody Lee, Bray Wyatt, and Jay Briscoe, because I felt like all three of them had their lives kind of like ripped out from asunder. But if we're talking like little kid me, kid me would want to be bringing back his hero, uh, Sean Taylor. Uh, that was, yeah, you a, know, it's crazy. That was a devastating I, thing for me. It was one of one of the he was his names were one of the names that just kind of flashed in my head um, in regards to this conversation, right? So, I guess if I'm going from a if I'm going from like a personal perspective, you know, with like, like we all had mentioned beforehand, like all health was restored with no issues. And then they get to just live life, you know, based on the age that they pass on. Um, It's a couple of people. So, uh, you know, again, I'd probably say my grandfather too, as a, as a dad, I would want him to meet my kids. Um, I would say, uh, my, my friend from high school, Earl Passmore, um, he, like when we were talking about uh callback on one of the pods recently, we were talking about what was a high school event that transpired, um, known as the high school event, like his passing, uh, he was coming home, um, from a youth convention, a church youth convention late at night, uh, from Dayton drove, and uh, end up losing his life in a car accident, single car car accident, nobody else. And just the impact that it had on and the way that people's lives changed from like that traumatic event. So I would I would like to uh, for him. And then I would say my grandfather, also my cousin, uh, Esther, my cousin Wiggles, he uh, unfortunately um, lost his life uh, in prison, but he was um wrongfully accused of something on the three strikes clinton rule so that's why i have some issue with when people talk politics and all that shit um but like for real for real that's why like it's wild because sloan reminds me a lot of him like mannerisms all that shit football like literally i'm talking like he just so happened to live in like the indiana version of sloan if i can give you that and this nigga was wild as fuck, but like he held me down always. And he tried to make sure that like where my mind was, he's like, bro, you you are going to get something that like you're not going to understand, but you're going to be able to pull a lot of people together. So him in that regard. Now, if I'm going from a fan perspective, I would probably say Pele and Maradona. Mm. So that like Pele you know, obviously, I I want him to be alive to witness like Neymar passing his record as all time leading goal scorer for, or wait a minute, it might be, uh, yeah, uh, so all time leading goal scorer for uh, Brazil. Um, but I also would love to have seen Maradona uh, around and alive to witness Messi winning the World Cup because I think yes he would have died in a complete manner. Um, but also, too, I think that I would like to see him back at like a very healthy standpoint um, where whatever he had done in the past, they could actually have done it correctly with no issue. So 
for me, that that would probably be my picks. I'm sure there's some other people, but uh, also to the crowd, um, it, it, give us your take in regards to who you would bring back um, if you had the opportunity uh, to bring them back or respawn them. Uh, full health, restored, all that. They can live just normal life, so just let us know about that. All right, fellas, got we'll another one. We'll that one later. Yeah, we will for sure, because I think that'll be interesting, uh, especially hearing crowd responses, uh, given the time frame. You know what I mean? Give them time to think about it. But I uh, got another one for y'all. Okay, then, since we're in this uh, mode, let's go. Uh, fellas, got a question for y'all. Do you consider yourself a protagonist, antagonist, or anti-hero in life? And then give me the reason why. Huh. I'm an anti-hero because I'm a real ass nigga. <laughs> I was gonna say it it I feel like over the course of human life, I feel like there is a greater likelihood that you go you go you experience all three at different phases in your life. But I also feel like what like there's a it like like okay so let me let me let me uh bear with me on this so i, I like i like what you're saying because it's similar to the batman quote uh yeah live long enough if you're the you hero die, live. either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain exactly yeah. yep. do you think the choker like there's no way Killmonger can kind of see themselves as the villain in in what they're doing because they are able to justify it in their mind so in their mind they're thinking they're doing the right thing but from the narrative perspective, what they're doing, they're going they're about it in the wrong the, way. They're proposing the protagonist's mindset, and we are naturally trained to view everything through a lawful good lens. And so I think it like uh your own personal definition, you have to be kind of cool with whatever role you feel like you fit in. If you're a villain, live in it. Live in it. If you're if you're a villain, and then if you're if you're an anti-hero. Be cool with it because, like, the cool. I mean, me personally, I feel like I'm definitely more of like a anti hero where, like, I generally try to do the right things, but like, I also know that certain situations require more intense real niggerness. You require more intense measures, like, like I've like I've like I've said before, with like when it comes to like the whole like bullying and school issue. If you're a kid that's getting picked on, if you repeatedly have asked somebody to leave you alone, sometimes you gotta backhand these niggas. Like, like if I told you, hey, leave me alone, and I've told you like three times, or I've gotten an adult involved in, I then should not be getting in trouble when I turn back around and spinning backfish you like I'm Eddie Kingston. Like, oh, that's legend. I'm I just. <laughs> I've seen him get a nigga get put into the gulag off the spinning back fist. Uh, for me, I feel like it. I rotate. It just it depends on the situation. I feel like it rotates. There's no, there's no, there's times where yeah, I'm I'm the antagonist. There's times I'm the protagonist. Sometimes I'm an anti-hero about shit. But really, it just depends on the situation. Yeah. Hey, Oh, sorry, Keith. My bad. I, I was gonna say I teeter between the uh the antagonist and the uh, anti-hero because I'm definitely the devil, and I'm okay with that. Uh, but, 
that was my follow-up question was like are you okay with being whichever of the three you are yeah. like, are you okay being with the that? villain is fun it is bro i resonate with the joker like you were saying like i understood all of his beliefs and like what he thought did he go about it the wrong way sometimes yeah but sometimes you have to push the envelope to get people's attention to understand and hear what you know the what you're trying to get out and once they hear it they're it'll make them think like sometimes you have to do something drastic to make people stop and listen that's why that's how the joker was because Superman be letting these niggas get away with everything. He's like, he's all got all this undeniable power, and he be letting these niggas get away with everything. See, I mean, <sighs> in some degree, Batman is the same way. He he the one thing he won't do is kill you. And even though in this universe, well, he, yes, well, he, his, well, he can't because the moment he does it, exactly. he becomes what he hunts. There, like, you, there has yep. to be a line. He won't kill you, he'll he might beat you. Into a paraplegic or to where you got to eat through a mm-hmm. straw the rest of your life, drop you off the building and catch you at the very last minute and traumatize you. But I mean, there there has to be a limit because the Joker is already the Joker. But even then, I mean, I mean, it, now that like I understand Loki sometimes, and Thanos is right. So Thanos was definitely right. Killmonger wasn't completely off. Killmonger was not completely off. He wasn't off. He, Thanos. Batman, I mean Thanos, Bane, and uh, Killmonger are my three favorite villains. I don't even consider. Well, I don't even consider Bane. Killmonger a villain. He's more of an. Anti- I don't even, to be honest, I don't even know about Bane. Bane is definitely. Oh no, no, like, Bane. Bane is that. But, very Bane much is that. but see, but to me, Bane was being. Bane was more being controlled, though. That's but you're talking about. I think you're talking. No, I think you're talking DC universe. Yeah, you're talking. Bane was a Bane was a, a junkie that just loved hitting licks and and crushing things. Like he he was addicted to that venom, and it kind of made him go crazy. But he was running shit up. <laughs> there wasn't. It's was just a junkie. You gave a junkie superpowers, and you start going crazy. Here's what I'll say. Right, most people. Most people in life, if you ask them this question uh, to them, they think they're the protagonist, right? Because a lot of people live in first person. Main Uh, character syndrome. Yeah, they think that they're the main character. No, my nigga, you are an NPC for real. Like, there's that. Uh, More often than not, uh, if somebody doesn't agree with the idea that that person that feels that they are the protagonist in everybody's story, in theirs... Right. Because, again, it's it's uh, we're all just living the same um, same existence in a different avatar, but we're on the same server at the same time. Right. So really, at the end of the day, uh, more often than not, um, anybody that doesn't agree or comply is a villain to them. Um, But in reality, all of us should be more commonly placed in the anti hero. Right. Where it's like you do no harm, but you take no shit and you can move beyond measure based on a a line of morality. If I were to pose to you in any way, shape or form that you could be like a punisher. Right. That's the reason why I'm more in line with like if I were to and I would say this because I, I would I think this kind of also should be the question. Your superhero that you pick says a lot about you, right? Like whom you favor, whom you move towards. 
I think in a line more in like a, I can be your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, but I will turn into Wolverine if need be and go berserk. Uh, but more often than not, I'm a combination of, you know, the two, which brings me to Deadpool type shit. You know what I'm saying? I'd say I fit between like Vegeta and like Thor. Like I fit between between those two. Where like like if you push me, the Vegeta side will come out. But like generally, I'm generally like where like Thor is, where you know he's kind of like he's got all this great like potentially he can do all this good shit. But a lot of it is usually does he feel like worthy of where he's at or like and like uh is he willing like what is he willing to kind of like sacrifice to get shit done so like that's why i fuck with i fuck with thor heavy i'm kind of i'm kind of where sloan is a little bit though because like when he's talking about the villains though and i saw something on instagram where it was talking about like you know villains whose quotes hit hard and um ultron Right. If you if you go to Age of Ultron, Age uh-huh. of Ultron is probably one of my favorite movies simply because the fact that in and especially in the time that we live in right now, we're talking about AI. We're talking like we expansively don't even know. Like what what the fuck did the LA Rams or some shit? They had some movies about to come out where they're talking they about two uh people in the crowd that were four. AI characters. Four. They have four, four, bro. They have four. I know so I've seen two, the picture too. On the them. Jumbotron, they had two people in the crowd that just so happened to be taking up those two seats. And and the thing about it is, is like you have no idea if they're operating, those are robots. And those robots, which if you put an AI program that can eventually become sentient and move on its own accord, fam, you yeah. literally can't unleash Ultron. And Ultron, you know what? I, I wouldn't be, it's understandable. You have $4 billion right there. Just sitting saw- right there. I saw exactly. a robot. I know what happens in iRobot. I am not living in that. I love that. I love that movie. That movie's amazing. Way. And then the thing, the thing about it is, could it have been? You know how you go on those, you you watch the headsets, and it'd be live of the game view, like somebody sitting courtside, but with the lay, they give you the headset view. What if they were recording for that particular game for the that headset? Could- that could be possible, mm-hmm. right? So they be could, like a full in experience. atmosphere experience, especially if you put somebody like right in the good seats, maybe up in the club, end zone views, you know, different shit like that. Yeah, these- that's interesting. Didn't really that's think fine. about that, but uh, but again, that was the first thing I thought about. But but that's what that's what I'm saying. So like. It's understandable from a perspective where it's like, you know, cool. Yeah, I get the protagonist, but like the Boy Scout shit doesn't really work this day and age. Because, again, with the conversations we were having pre-pod, Dre, when we were talking about, you know, just um, conversations of history where it's like we whitewash it. But then we kumbaya, we try to kumbaya and, oh, we're all equal. Mm, Wait a minute. Whole reason why niggas keep dying in Lake Lanier is because the spirits of people that y'all murdered just to build a lake. 
if <laughs> and you cover the transgressions that you did like it's people that live in Georgia that have no idea about that that lake is a goddamn death trap don't go there period so, they so did you, you did you know did you yeah, know that the, uh that one of the the churches like points the top of a church sticks out the water now Oh really? Because the water, yeah, it start, water's receding. Yeah. Yep. So they said you can certain parts of it. You can see um that of the church. You can see some stop signs. Um, it's like oh, not stop signs, just street signs. Just depends on where you're looking at on the lake because a lot of it is is starting to drop down. Eventually, at some point, one day in the near future, it may dry up, and you're gonna see a whole town Yo, they ghost said, town they and said people the, they said the reservoir cost 45 million to build right blow That's... it up blow it up blow it up let let them see it i want all the peoples to be so uncomfortable with the historic truths i don't care so this oh. is where i start to move into my Villain stage, I guess, because I do get exactly what Sloan mentioned. Like, bro, I will go kill Monger full stop. No problem. And I get it. But I also, like, simultaneously understand the side where, like, you know, again, Wakanda was so, like, we need to be reserved. We need to protect ourselves. But we could share our gifts with the world. Well, you know what? Eventually, they still end up dropping on your fucking border, even as much as you try to protect yourself. You try to, like, they're going to blow your shit up. Like, what happened? Thanos came through. I'll snap all you bitches. I don't care. So that's what I said last pot. I was like, yo, if a universal threat or a global threat came into existence, all this shit that y'all keep trying to hide and talk about, yeah, okay. We could address that first, but don't sit here and then be like, yo, we all got to string together. No, my <laughs> nigga, you do you because you treat me like second class. Kill this nigga and all like him. If I, I'm okay if I with a that, villain, like a villain yeah. that I identify with, where I can understand their justifications outside of Thanos, Bane, and Killmonger and uh, Joker, uh, it's definitely Injustice Superman. Like that version of Superman, I get it, because he mm. he literally was like, you know what, I had this shit all the way backwards. Joker has now destroyed my city, my wife, my child. Enough is enough. Hey, dude, we should have put these fuckers down a minute ago. And they and, and then you know what else they start doing? They imprint. They either imprison or they fuck niggas up. Yo, and, I tell you real talk, Injustice Two is fire. They need to come out with. God. They need to come out with Injustice 3 because I'll be fucking niggas up with Green Arrow. Oh, okay. okay. All right, we, we, don't have to, we don't have to run it. We're definitely going to have to run it. But as far <laughs> as your, your Superman take, that, that that is Kansas Old Town Ideals. That's your big old slice of America pie. That's what... Hey, dog. Those ideals is why uh, he don't do Flash it. Flash is low-key the strongest one. They just don't want him to be, especially because Ezra Miller is a uh, criminal. Well, well, sure enough about to say he the strongest one because he be in and out. Speed Force. Before she even knew it. Uh, it's my sorry. other favorite superhero. Too. Although uh, Wally West Flash is the superior Flash. 
Should we get uh, I will I will <laughs> say uh I align more with Doctor Doom, fam. Oh shit. Ooh. You don't want to harm Shout out to MF Doom, Doctor Doom, all that. Shout out to Doom. Protected. I, I I just want to protect my people. Uh, you know, high level advancement, but I also will destroy whatever I need to, and I will turn all of this into battle world. You right? Because Doom really, Doom really was cool. All he tried to do was just get himself to be better. You know what I'm saying? Had to put the metal metal suit on, but he also. Was like, yeah, Latveria, I'm gonna take care of my people. Yeah, that's like my wife, she Doctor Strange. Ooh, <clears throat> love it. Huh. Okay. Oh, uh, how so, Kazo? Now, now I'm in. Yeah, I need to. I, I would, I would I like to. I would like you to elaborate. So she's like the strongest in the universe. That's, that, that's her character. She like Doctor Doom because I mean, uh, Strange, Doctor Strange, because of the mystic arts. Yeah, and the she, you gotta you gotta let her do that shit. She was low key is not even low key. He's high key OP. It's one of my favorite uh, uh, Marvel characters besides Thor. He 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 is that dude. Uh, well, hey fellas. Um, let's see. Is there anyone in particular that you know? Hmm. Damn, we could really delve deep into this, but it maybe we'll 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 jot this down, revisit it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to put who are you as a superhero character is like I want to know superhero and villains for everybody. I want to know. Well that. shit. Uh since we're here, let's do it right now. Fuck it. No, uh, no, no, no. Let's do that. We'll just say that for another. Oh, dude, I could have gave you so, all three. so we can nerd out real quick. All for, right, I got for you, extended I got you. Yeah, amount yeah, yeah. of time. Okay. Yeah. Well, with that being said, uh, last one for y'all, okay? Um, since we were on topic in, in many different ways, um, Dre posed this question, and I think this is an amazing question. Uh, is the American dream real or a fallacy? It's real if you're white. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it depends on what you look like. Yeah, well, first, let's, honestly, let's define honestly, what's no, the American no, dream. No, no, honestly, it's, it's real if you're white. You can come, Or if you're anything but black. You can come over here, work hard, get your family to where they need to be, and, and live pro- prosperous. You know what I'm saying? Not if you're black, though. If you're black, you got to work twice as hard to get half as much. And if you're a black man, you're going to be feared in your own house and not respected. You're going to be feared in the streets, but respected. And then, like, you ain't got no safe haven. You know what I'm saying? So, like, no, the, the American dream is for everybody that's not black. And it's even worse if you're a black male. I think it. I think it, uh, that, yeah. and I think it also depends on what what uh, tax bracket you're either able to fall into, be born into, or claw your way up into. Because it's like we were talking about uh, pre-show. There's not just racism and racial issues that keep us divided. It's also classism within the racism because you've got the poor folks 
in the whatever community you are, whether you're white, Asian, Mexican, uh, black, uh, any kind of religion, like you got the, the richer folks that look down on the poor that are in the that are of the same ethnicity as them. Meanwhile, you've also got the outside communities either uh, opposing these these communities that are fighting within themselves as well. So it's like a one step forward, two step back kind of uh, fight that everybody everybody's got this crab in the bucket mentality. Yeah, where it's like, hey, if you're winning and I'm not, I'm gonna do what I can to derail your success. But crabs aren't supposed to be in the bucket. <laughs> it don't matter, bitch. We here. Uh, right. So the thing about it is, is that they will tell the crabs to do better to get out versus, hey, who the fuck built the bucket and put us in it to begin with? As MLK that always that always gets missed every single time. Like the fact is. There's a there's a multitude of things that tra are transpiring here, right? Like where we sit in society, like uh, I find it very humorous, at least um, looking at all the things that I understand, like Sloan, like taking into account. And this is the it, it sucks because I have to dialogue this in a way that can't be argued because people are unwilling to listen more often than not when you have these conversations there are a lot of people that are just stuck where they are and they will not deviate from where they are they will not engage in discourse they will not have conversations that allow them to grow and most people more often than not think that they are grown hence this is why the entirety of all of humanity is starting to die. You are at an iteration of evolution in which you are going to, you've prospered, you've, you've tapped out, you've peaked out. Now you're starting to go down. And the reason why we can't go any further is because there are a lot of lies and issues that are stuck where like when you talk about anything, like we could talk about any topic, like I said, off in pre-pod, Accountability is the first thing, right? So accountability across any topic has to be the first thing. Yes, of course, there can be an issue. But if you are part of said issue, then you have to look at self. You have to reflect and you have to internalize. From there, then you have to have discourse, understanding, try to pay attention to whatever the change is, and then make progress. People look at this word as progress, as equality in regards to black. When we talk about the American dream, not only that, if you go in regards to your own uh, folks, culture, everything like that, like I, like I was telling y'all, I posted something on Facebook. It's like people were getting upset because this young lady, she, she was a, a black woman posted something and a guy in this um, uh, a specific like, you know, uh, African-American group, um, you know, highlighting like all black culture, all these things, just having conversations across a diaspora. Um, the women were killing this dude because he took a screenshot of what this woman posted with no context. 
they try to drag him because he is a man, a black dude, and he posted a black woman, like a screenshot of what she said, where it was like, how can you say that you need men to protect you, but you don't need a man? Right? And brick, bitch. And this is off the back of this conversation that has been transpiring for a while across all different platforms. So I've sat in and I've tried to learn because, again, I, I can't speak for black women never going to. I can only tell you as a black man um, the trials and tribulations that I may face. Uh, but in the same sense, it was like there was a bunch of just no like argumentative shit. Nobody's listening. Everybody's got to be right. Like there's not really discourse. And these are all fucking adults. And then I went, hey, wait a minute. Can I ask y'all a question real quick? First things first, before we get into like what I think, how I feel, all these things. How many of y'all are parents in the comments section or in the 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 people that are on the panel? How many of y'all are parents? One. Okay. Now, if your child was present, would you be speaking in the manner or acting in the way that you do in front of your child? I would. But what if they were adult? It, because the I would, thing is, I'm like, I talk to my kids like they grown. I, I don't cuss at them and I don't demean them, but I have whole fucking conversations like they're fully functioning on functioning adults. Right. Like, hey, you know what you're doing is wrong, right? So you know why I'm gonna have to clap your ass for this, right? So don't don't feel don't feel no type of way. You fucked up. Now this is the consequences of fucking up. I hold my kids accountable. I'm not. I, I don't care if they're girls. I don't give a fuck. That's the problem. We don't hold women accountable or children that have female parts accountable. We just be like, oh no, you're you're a princess. Don't worry about it. No, little princess, your ass is in trouble. Ooh, Sloan, and, you just and you just hit on a really good conversation. But, sorry, Dre, to and, cut you oh, off. Oh, sorry. Quick. No, you're good. You're good. I was gonna say that that like how like how you speak to your children, uh, right? Where it's the differentiations. So it's like accountability sometimes in conversations with um certain individuals just does it doesn't take place. Like it's no fault on them. They live in some reality which is delusional. But it's not reality, right? Because of how they've been spoken to and what they uh, like. What's the word? It's it's almost like they they think they deserve it. Entitlement. Entitlement. Yeah. So it's like the entitlement in these conversations or how you speak to, and that's why I talk to my kids in both ways. And and like you know, my daughter. There's times where she's still little. But again, it's like I'm like, like thinking to myself, because, again, my ex-wife and I are separated. So it's just like her mannerisms and my son understands he's a little bit older. Um, but it's just like I, I talk to them the same way, like Sloan says. So it's like, no, you're not going to get your way. Stop it. Like, you can't just cry and think that that's going to get you what you want. Sorry, stop. And I even say that too. And again, I was I was raised by women. So when they undermine me as a man and as a father, yo, don't do that. I said she doesn't need it. 
understand what I'm saying. Just because, well, you know, it's a no, stop it. I tell you what, you raise me. I'm good here. Now, allow me to be a father and be a parent. That's the worst so one because my mom would be like, she doesn't need it, but I want her to have it. You know what I want you to have? These hands, old lady. Go sit the fuck down. Because I want you to have a fucking seat. Because I'm going to fuck you up and them up. Well, it's like it's it's uh it's like what, what both of y'all are uh touching on, like you know, speak like, and I agree with this style. I mean, I'm speaking as someone that's not a parent yet, but um, I feel like it's an absolute uh disservice if you as a parent don't do everything you can to adequately prepare your child for the for the world, like like the you can you can be all nice and cordial and cool to them and all but like the the outside world the world outside of your house they don't give two shits about nope. how 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 you're how good you think your kid is or how how uh how hard they're like trying to improve or whatever like like they don't they don't they don't give a shit Dre, let me I definitely don't let, let me pose this question that because this is something off of what we were talking about in pre-pod, right? So Keys, Sloan, Marty, uh, I want y'all to chime in. Um, but this it, it, Dre, follow me real quick. Um, yeah. so Dre and I were having this conversation, and we were having a conversation in regards to like the black diaspora, um, just culturally, um, in regards to conversations. And, you know, both of us are in interracial relationships. Um, my kids are obviously um it, multicultural uh but there's a lot of times when you know if you're talking in like a pro black uh topic of conversation or anything that's the for the well-being or empowerment of black people it's very often that your your point of view is omitted automatically because you don't prescribe to the fact that you are with someone of color. So the reason why I'm, I'm bringing this to task or to topic is because as a parent, uh, do you feel like people that don't have kids have anything to say to anybody? Right. Even if a parent like something might be happening out in public and somebody that may not have kids uh, but you know they're in the vicinity. Might say something. Do they have any place to say it? Same thing. Yes, they have absolutely place to say it. Because just because you don't parent children in your household, you still are a parent to some child or to something. Like I like I called you. I I sent Dre uh, Happy Father's Day, and he was like, "I'm not a father." I was like, "But you have a dog." He was like, "Well, that that's that's not the same thing." I was like, "Does that dog depend on you to eat?" Does that dog depend on you to make sure everything is okay with them? Do you have to get up and take your dog to the doctor? Do you have to do all of that? You are parenting your dog, your dog, and y'all y'all see it with my dog. Y'all look at my dog and be like, "Why do you talk to him like he's a human?" Because he is. He understands. Chavi knows when he does wrong, when he's doing right. So you are still a parent. You are you parent your nephews. You parent your nieces. You parent kids in the community. You are a coach. You parent them. You are a parent. It's just you just don't have kids of your own to where you make a choice that directly affects them every day. But there are still children 
and young adults that come up to you, come up to anybody who is their role model and somebody they view as a father figure. And they still expect fatherly things from you, even though you have not been a father, a natural right. father. But I've been a parent my whole fucking life. If I wasn't raising my brothers, I'm raising my little cousins. If I'm not raising my little cousins, I'm raising my nephews and nieces. So, like, you can't say that I'm not a, a parent parent or some people aren't parents because they don't have their own kids or kids that live in a household. They still take care of communities and children the same way. You're a parent. You're a fucking parent. And as a grown adult who has experience, your voice matters when children are fucking up, even if it's not your child. Absolutely. Because y'all want me to praise the motherfucker when he's doing right. Or when she, they, whatever they are doing right, but when they're doing wrong, I can't say shit. Well, don't bring me the little motherfucker to, for encouragement when he's doing right. If I can't say nothing when he's doing wrong. And for me, one of the hardest things to do, especially when it comes to like children that like I'm like either close to or I'm related to, or like that I like coach or like I'm I'm an influencer in some way. The one thing, like I like I said, like I'll tell this always, I don't care who you are. The one thing I am big on, whether you are a person, place, or thing, whatever noun you are whatever person or entity or whatever you are. The one thing I'm big on is uh, respect. I don't care who you are, what title mm -hmm. you have, where you come from, how much money your family has. If you're if, like, whoever you are, you should not, there is no reason to be disrespectful without cause. Now I get it. If somebody has continually disrespected you or whatever, by all means, approach it how you want to. But for you to un be like unprovoked, be just blatantly disrespectful or disrespectful and rude to people that are just doing their best to help you. Like I will, I will always call you out on that. Or I will always tell you, Hey, no, fix your attitude. And like, I don't really care if your like parent gets mad at me for telling you their child to not be disrespectful to them. Or if you a stranger on the street who just was a shithead to like some homeless guy on the street, get mad at me for that. Like, I don't give a shit. Respect is respect. It's a two way street. Like, <laughs> like, er, like that's my thing. Is like, no matter what your situation is, three bad weeks is all it takes for you to be living in a box on the street. Nigga, your mama missed one check. You can be on the fucking corner. I'm about to say three weeks, nigga. There are, one there check. Are, there are motherfuckers. There are motherfuckers without parents, and like living, like walking this earth, who would give anything to have their parents back. And you're gonna disrespect yours because you don't like something they told you to do or say yeah you tripping <laughs> that's yeah, the crazy part of rules like sometimes as an adult i want to go back and apologize to my mom and then i'll be like no nah, bitch you kind of deserve some of this shit <laughs> no nah, you know what's crazy bro you just saying that goes with what i was about to say like we look at like especially for us that are parents now right like me you like all of us that are parents like we well, I right, my kids not teenagers yet, so I can't. Sloan, you have teenagers, so no, I don't. I don't have teenagers. I do not. Don't don't put no, me in that. No, little. Yeah. They're little. I got, little I, got, I got an eight, eight year old and a six year old. Okay. I inherited one. I got a fourteen year old. Okay, cool. I got so you, teenage. Oh, I got teenage go. nieces and nephews. I whoop their ass. But what hmm. I'm saying is, like, as teenagers, they think, and we did too at the time. Life is hard. 
at that no, point. No, it wasn't like, that. It was just we knew everything. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we didn't want to be told nothing. Da da da. And now we look back on it, like you said, you want to go back and you want to apologize a little bit because you're like, damn, I put my mom through some shit for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. And I look right. at some of the teens nowadays, like some of my my friends that do have teenagers that are going through it now, like especially like having teenage girls. I'm not there yet. Oh, thank God. But like, I'm not even the dad side of it, more the mom side where they're butting heads now with their with their daughters. And it's like, they think life is so fucking hard for them or like the shit we're telling them is like the end of the fucking world. And they don't, they won't even realize it like us until we get older that we're telling them some good shit. Cause we didn't bend down the fucking road that they've been down. And we just trying to stop them from doing the same dumb shit we were doing or, you know what I mean? Like it, it's so crazy how, as adults, we look back on shit and just be like, "Damn." Well, it, our, parents, our, our parents were right the whole fucking time. Keys. Here's what I'll say too, right? And Sloan, this is is to this t- topic. Um, a lot of times, and going back to what Sloan said, it it's how you talk to your children. If you baby them up until a certain point and tell them they're the greatest. All these things, life is dandy. This is da 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 da. Instead of being honest with them and upfront, instead of trying to shield like the world, like, yes, you need to paint the picture for them. And I think that the parents or the people around them that do it to where it's not just, all right, well, this is, it's like, yeah, you need to learn the things that you tangibly can walk around this earth that can get you from point A to point B or wherever you need to go and help you to at least survive, right? As an adult. So we know, we know that work ethic and all these things, but if I'm giving you fucking participation trophies and you end up turning into some bum ass nigga that works on somebody's work crew and you expect a paycheck, but you don't get a bonus. Now you want to flip a bitch because you didn't do the extra work, nigga. These niggas worked overtime. They put in extra hours in the gym. You don't get the same shit they get. So life ain't going to give you that. It's it's kind of like I judge people on like if your if your child fall down, are you the type to run to the child or are you the type to let them figure it out? Because that's if you if you run to your child when they're always in danger, they're never going to learn how to figure it out for themselves. They're just going to turn and be like, "Oh, somebody's going to come and get me or come save me from this shit." No, my daughters fall down. My mom and my grandma and they mom, uh, their mom and their and her grandma would run and try to pick them up. I'd be like, "Leave her alone." And they're like, "Why is she crying?" I was like, "So." eventually <laughs> she'll figure out what's wrong and then she'll stop crying I was right. like you gotta let her figure stuff out well she's just a baby so so the fuck what I remember my parents took me and threw me in the fucking pool when I was three to teach me how to swim I eventually got the hang of it you're going to figure, you got to go through trials and tribulations in your life on your own to figure out who you are and who you want to become. But if I'm cont- if I'm continuously sitting up there, Captain, save my child, 
my child is not going to grow up as a well-rounded fucking adult. You're putting They're them in bubble be... wrap. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of these women out here who have little boys and they they cotter the little boys their entire life. These motherfuckers, like, you don't teach them how to survive on their own because you like, I'm mama. I'm going to always take care of my son. Like, but your son can't cook, don't know how to clean, don't do laundry. What happens if you die? You just got a nigga out here just a hoping that he finds hoping right. that he finds the right woman that's gonna do everything that you were doing for him. And then you right. put that pressure on his next bitch. But I put that on the same side of fathers right. that not in a bad thing, but give their daughters the world and make it hard on the next man that he has to live up to and do I know all of that. I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't give my daughters the world, but I also let them know that you ain't going to be impressed by a nigga with some shit. Because your daddy right. got it. That's a fact. Your daddy got it. Like, my daughters know, oh, my dad, like, a nigga can't impress them with money. Nope. Because their daddy got that. Now, the only thing you, a nigga can get my daughters on is spending time with them. Because that's what I have to sacrifice in order for them to have the shit that I think they need. You know what I'm saying? So I got to give up my time. I got to sacrifice my time to give them the things that I think they need. That's the, that's the problem with a lot of parenting. You don't parent your child. You parent what you thought you needed as a child. Right. Instead of just enjoying the moment and then just like generational curses, aren't just about finances that's exactly what i was about to say like i don't think it's a curse it's just it's sometimes you hinder your child well i was gonna say it's just perpetual ripple effects right Mm -hmm. so if you coddle your child as a man or a woman right so we'll say single parent just for this example Mm -hmm. single parent could be a man you have a daughter you coddle her she now becomes a a princess in her mind. So that begets, I need this man to provide for me. I need this. I need that. Well, bitches sound like you need your daddy. And no, the hardest ones is the ones that they can literally, they like when you can't do it, first thing they do is call their daddy. Now oh, he didn't came and did it. Now oh, he didn't came and did it. Now you look like shit. Stupid. Like you ain't shit. Right, whole time you all you whole time all you told her was I got you, just not right now. That's damn near like saying no to them. Right. Hey, question for y'all. Uh, I was about to ask this. Um, what do you what? Ah, man, this might be hard for y'all to answer. But looking over your uh your childhood, what do you feel like you could have used more of in your upbringing that you didn't get? Um, understanding of finances, which again, uh, for me, it was just a matter of, like, so it was the, like, for me, it was grasping and acknowledging and understanding where things were versus just like being oblivious. So mind you, I would ask so many questions that like, I was getting on niggas nerves, right. In my family. And I'm like, Hey, what's this? What's that? Like, I don't know, but I'm trying to learn. So it was like 
my family didn't want no nah, you don't need to worry about that da, 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 da. and then it's like i get to a certain point and it's like well fuck man now i gotta pay all this uh debt back to college instead of thinking like yo is this my only option this is my only option because again it was so impressed upon me from like a working class family you know it's only been one person in our immediate family to went to college mm-hmm. you should you, you know, you need to go to college. And it's like, yeah, the only real reason that I went to college for was to play soccer. It's niggas that are playing soccer. I went for the bitches. I went for basketball. It, it, it simultaneously was like, cool. Bitches. Now it's like I'm networking with people. I get to travel. It was like I, I get to have some of those freedoms. But it, it again, it was like then managing because if you've never had that or or you get put into like a helicopter parent bubble situation um things like that then you're gonna wow the fuck out and it's gonna take some time for you to like get out of that wilderness so to speak until you find like some footing and you understand so then it's like now like i smoke i drink occasionally but i would i would I'm supposed to-, to stop but i can't you know what I'm saying? I'm a dog. <laughs> I love hoes. I'm addicted to money, weed, and clothes. We would big dead. <laughs> so in that regard, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to look at my children in a way like, oh, my God, you don't need. It's just like, yeah, I don't think this is for you right now. Doesn't mean that I'm going to be opposed to you, but I'm going to talk to you about it because you're before you and I have a conversation, somebody else way out there. Is going it like you know what I'm saying? Your friends, a colleague, some other motherfucker that you have no say so on is going to impact your child. So this is the weird way in which like all these parents out here are fucking, you know, irate. Oh, I can't believe they're pushing all these agendas. And it's like, well, my nigga, if you're confident in your parenting, then you don't need to worry about your children because they have absolute knowledge and understanding of what they see and they take it with a pinch of salt right it, it it's it, it's not like oh my god they're going to impress upon my kids what well, sounds like you are a fucking bad parent if you worried about drag queens and all this other shit and yada yada da but you don't bring up like indoctrination of churches of education of anything else yes of course yeah, I'm pissed that the Florida fucking Board of Education is trying to whitewash slavery, but in the same sense, guess what my kids gonna know about? Because guess what? When I show up at school to pick you up, you are gonna be looked at completely different from how your mama picks you up. Because mm-hmm. daddy come in like a hood-ass nigga. And I'm gonna tell Loud you... Loud-ass rap music. Yeah, uh, straight up, bro. I'm dropping my daughter off at daycare today. Like, yo, bumping some uh, uh, Big L. What's up? I feel what like... What we doing? I'm going to say mine. Mine was real short. Cause I feel like we're getting a little longer than two. I feel like I just needed a stable two-parent household. Yep. That's my answer, too. Mm, interesting. Not having my pops around was major for yeah. me. Yeah. Or at least... Uh, I, had my, I had a father figure, but, like, just that in-home... Consistency kind of stability. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, so I'll go ahead. No, that's it. Yeah, y'all right on the head. Like, shit. So, so ultimately, is the American dream just more so like a myth now? It's or a social it's, construct. 
Hey, it, look here, look gone. here, big dog. Look here, big dog. It's exactly what you just said. A fucking dream. Yep. Yeah, we all saw Scarface. It's not a reality. It's game. It's how, the, game. how the fuck do you have 2.5 kids and a dog? So like you got two regular kids and a and a little person kid. Cause that's the only way 2.5 even out. Because you can't have a two and a half kid and a dog and a fence and shit like that. No, nigga. The American dream is a fallacy. Especially if you're black. And especially if you're a black man. My dream is to come home every night the same way I left the house. Facts. That's the American dream. True statement. I think we're going to end it on that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sure. man, listen, uh, this has been episode 105. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, I, I forgot. Shout out, shout out. It's uh, episode 105. Shout out to my, uh, that was what we used to call like the trouble room in high school. <laughs> it was room 105. So shout out to my home girl who mama used to be the teacher that was in 105 and she let me do whatever the fuck I wanted to. So shout out to her. I forgot her name and everything, but she was a nice, uh, she was a nice white lady. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, that, if I was picking white women, that would have been the white woman I picked. Uh, uh, I just want to tell y'all, uh, pick better white women. Uh, no, no big back bitches. Uh, unless she a cute big back bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can get away with a lot of shit if you're cute. Uh, you know, uh, you can find me, Susio Sloan 217, on everything. If you don't agree with what I said, fuck you and your ugly ass mama. And your daddy shouldn't have never really came at her. She should have swallowed or he should have paid that 365 for the fucking uh, abortion. It was a little cheaper back then. Or you could have got the hanger treatment, but he looked like he respected your mama, so he probably just let it rock. But that's cool. So, um, let me tell y'all, uh, drink water, smoke weed, wash your ass, mind your business. Child support is a choice. Uh, like I said, uh, fat black women love you the best. Uh, if she got elbow fat, she gonna treat you twice as right. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, oh, 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 uh, don't let them take your butt unless you want them to. So, uh, you know, if you are gonna give it up, wrap it up you know what i'm saying uh covid ain't the only thing on the uprise uh what else uh it sounds like one of y'all snoring uh, uh you know uh uh damn it was one i wanted to say oh 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 musicians finger bitches better uh <laughs> and I'm gonna leave on that one. Marty, where can the people find you? Think of what? Yeah, yeah. Look, look, look. Anybody that uses a uh, 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 instrument with their fingers, trumpet player, violin. Yeah, that motherfucker, guitarist. He can finger the shit. He's a finger bass plaster pro. Oh my bro, goodness. his hands don't even get tired. You want uh, a nigga, you nigga okay. want you want a nigga to preheat preheat the coochie? Going to get you a musician, strong <laughs> finger motherfucker. I've been wild since I came came on the show. I'm sorry. Uh, Pick better white bitches. 
<laughs> oh, oh my god. You know what I'm okay. Dak Prescott. That picture with him. I got it. Okay. <laughs> oh no, you gotta god. you gotta okay. use like iced tea because he got a bad white bitch. True, true. Uh Marty. Yeah, I'm on Twitter, M underscore McFlyden you. Um Instagram Marty underscore McFlyden you. Um in recovery, but you, you know we out here and uh new music coming soon. Midnight Microdose Volume Two dropping on Friday. Hey, go go check it check out that Janelle Monet shit. He wrote half of that. Look, uh go check out uh Chris Brown new shit. He wrote some of that. Uh 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 shit. Uh your favorite rapper shit, he wrote some of that. Uh your baby mama favorite favorite artist. Guarantee he wrote all the shit that she liked. Bet your cousin got pregnant off of something he wrote. Yeah. Uh Drake, where can the people find you, sir? Uh, you can find me at towards a nigga is written by a uh your favorite diss track from a bitch is written by a nigga named Marty. Or high school era Dre. It just depends. <laughs> Yo, high school era Dre was wild. That I had the mixtapes. But uh uh, you can find me on IG at DreConnor48. You can find me on Twit on X at underscore Sir Lax a lot. Um, always remember, do right to others, be kind. It is cruel to tell a bootless man to pull himself up by the bootstraps. Um, always keep your head up. Treat each day as if it is your last. That is all I've got to say. Thank you. Oh, milk now, milk forever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Draymond Cream in the building. Uh, Keys, where can the people find you, sir? D-X-K-E-Y-Z on everything. I know I sleep. Uh, D-X-K-E-Y-Z on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Just don't come near me. Uh, yeah, man. I'm always on something, doing something, trying something. Waiting for your mama to call me. You know, shit like that. That's it. Waiting for your mama to call me. Oh, gosh. Yo, this might be a legendary episode. Uh, the Super Saiyans have all come in and hit God mode. Um, listen, A-Hun the Shogun, you already know where you can find me. A.Hun.TheShogun on uh, Instagram and Twitter, X, Malcolm X, whatever you call it. Um, A underscore Hun underscore the Shogun on Twitter. Yay. Uh, Facebook. A.Hun.Shogun, you already know. Um, listen, more than anything, fuck following me because you already know you're going to follow me anyway. Listen, I, I make your homegirl laugh and your baby mama cry. Um, and I might teach uh, your kids a thing too because uh, I coach out here. Um, more than anything, though, I want you to make sure that you're following the CDB network on uh, Twitter and also Instagram um we got the link in the description you know what i'm saying uh listen if you're a brand out there we coming we're gonna holler at y'all uh we're gonna be having some live events uh coming up next year already planning those in the works um not only are we going to be doing some pod oriented uh live events but we're going to be doing some musical events as well um as well uh, among other things man listen 
Um, more than anything, make sure that you follow all the other podcasts on the network. Obviously, we're dropping on Tuesday, Sushio Boys, 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mondays, though, make sure that you tune in uh, 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard. We've got Aim High Podcast. Uh, Tuesday, Sucio Boys. Wednesday, uh, listen, uh, the pay window. Uh, we we got some celebrities in in the midst, so you know niggas are so difficult to get in touch with, but they out here working. Uh, on Thursday, uh, listen, um, I think in that realm, that is the Draylax podcast. Or Wednesday is the Draylax podcast. Thursday is the or excuse me, a different angle podcast. Uh, Friday is CDB. Saturdays, uh, Shogun Soccer sit down. Uh, listen, fam, we just gonna drop them once a day. Just be uh, in coherence. Uh, what you need to do, just make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're getting RSS podcast feeds. Uh, make sure that you give us a five star rating. That way, that we can be heard and we are more reachable uh, to the masses. You dig what I'm saying? All across the globe, we are so close to getting into ten different countries before the end of the year. That is my goal. I'm gonna make sure we get these streaming numbers up. Help us get to 25k on Spotify. Uh, we're so fucking close. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. SpongeBob, if you could let the people know how much we are so thankful for them. Thank you for your patronage. All right, y'all. 105 of the Sushio Boys podcast. We back next week once again. You already know uh, we will be dropping live this week. Um, and we also have a music podcast dropping. Uh, Sushio Boys or CDB Network. One of the two. Um, we might have a Sucio uh, music hour uh, on AMP, but we do have a digging through the crates, so we'll be finding uh, all the best in hip-hop, R&B, uh, really fuck, man, any genre. I just found out that they're fucking black country artists, and them niggas are dope. Slappers. If, if y'all have no idea, I promise you Kane I'm Brown share gets slappers. Yo, them shits Darius Rucker. Yeah, listen, he is the forefather of black country. Not really. Darius Rucker, aka Hootie Blowfish. Hootie Blows Fish. Boss. You know what I'm saying? But. I'm going to go blow some fish. Man, listen. I, I can't wait. I got Friday. She coming in town. You're about to go down. I eat me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right, y'all. We holler. We about this bitch. Yeah, pick better white bitches, my niggas. <laughs> ah!